Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family and the Christian life. And our topic for today is conflict resolution. And specifically, we've talked about this before, but today, specifically what we want to address is that portion of conflict resolution that involves you owning your contribution to the problem, getting Mm -hmm. the log out of your own eye, and kind of first looking at your own problem before you go and point the finger, before you take any further steps. Yeah. But it's so much easier, sweetie, for me to see all of your problems mm-hmm. instead of actually find out what what I'm doing wrong or yeah. how I'm contributing or the sin or mistakes I've made in the in the problem. Yeah. And that highlights one of the really sneaky things about conflicts within a marriage. And it's probably conflicts anywhere. Yeah. But one of the problems inherent in the conflict is that both parties tend to just think the problem is on the other person. 100%. So this is literally part of the conflict. Yeah. <laughs> is your failure to see your problem. Oof. It's so easy, though, because, like, your, your you know, major defects in whatever our situation was are so blaring, you know? And it's like my emotions are so, ah, why did he do this? Or why did he say that? Or didn't he see? Or what, you know, it's like I can just point the finger so easily. And instead, you know, it's like I've always done it the right way. In my mind, it's like I'm right. I chose the right words. Yeah. I chose the right path. You know, I had the right answer. And yet he, he, he. Yeah. And, you know, you can see that with kids. It's so it's like from the start, if there's a problem, there's it's always uh, he did it. You know, he made me yeah. do it or he started it or he, you know, his response made me respond poorly. So it's really his fault. Yeah. And I guess what we can say just right out of the gates here is that this means that conflicts are never or, or they're rarely simple. Mm-hmm. But they're especially conflicts between in, within a relationship. They are complex. Yeah. So it's not just that I left my socks on the floor. <laughs> it's not just a simple uh, problem. Right. It's now the whole network, the whole web of our relationship back and forth, and my reaction, and your reaction, yes. and my motive, and your motive, and all yes. of these factors. So you know, we tend to simplify it and pinpoint something that the other person does and say, that's the problem, when in fact, the problem is actually much bigger than that. Yeah, for sure. It's usually deeper. <laughs> okay, so we want to just take the next few minutes then to talk about the, the process of what it means to examine yourself first and mm-hmm. get the log out of your own eye, to, you, to use Jesus's words in Matthew chapter 7. Um, then, uh, I guess why that's hard, <laughs> because that <laughs> is a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then I think throughout the process, we can examine some, uh, some ways to overcome these challenges yeah. and, you know, talk, just talk about how to improve in this area. Yeah. Okay. So sweetie, when I've wronged you, we're in a conflict, we're in a disagreement. How do you, uh, first, ra- rather than point the finger at me, and just camp on me. What do you do first to examine yourself? You know, what, where do you go in your mind? Do you pray? Do you step aside? I mean, what's that process look like for you? Yeah. Well, I think if that can be something that comes to your mind, that's maybe half the battle right there. Yeah. I think the big problem here is that, you know, we tend to forget this step, mm-hmm. maybe even unintentionally. Uh, we right. just don't even think to consider our own problem. We immediately, in our flesh, we jump to conclusions about what the other person has done and why it was wrong. Yes. And so um, for me, I guess, if if I can recall <laughs> the, the words of Jesus, 
in a conflict, then I'm halfway there. Yeah. Because I know, and I've done enough counseling and, uh, you know, just been uh, a sinful human being for long enough right. to know that it's never just your fault that I also have something here that I've done to contribute to the problem. And uh, not only do I need to address that first just by way of proper order, but just practically speaking, the conversations and the, the process goes a lot smoother if I'm first kind of uh, repentant and humble and I approach the conversation that way. So just even like practically speaking, right. this is the right way to go about it. Yeah. So for me, it's like I have to get the emotions that are all charging and ping-ponging all over to settle down. It, so so let's say something has really upset me and I'm I'm getting frustrated at you and I feel that anger rise up. I start kind of saying things in my mind like, why did he, or I can't believe, you know, and I, I can tell I'm, there's a conflict here. You've done something in my mind that warrants me to be upset. Yeah, like socks. Like socks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle. It the is struggle a, is real for me. It's a struggle. The laundry situation. And so I will often have to say to myself, I will literally have to talk myself down and and tell myself to get calmed down and think about how I've contributed to the problem. Like it's, it's, I, I, it's kind of a thing where it's like, Bethany, you know, I know you got a lot of thoughts here about Mark, but let's step back. Let's think about what you might've done. Let's get calm and let me think through, you know, what actually occurred and where I might have added into the problem. And that takes a little bit of time for me sometimes because you like, you're saying, Mark, it doesn't come right away that as soon as I think, oh, there's kind of a tension between us that I instantly think, oh, it was my fault or, oh, I had a part in that. So I have to actually control my mind. I have to talk to myself and work myself to a point where I can think, now let me think through how my actions and words, facial expressions, tone added to the problem. Yeah. I think that's really good. And I think that's an important part in the process. And especially, you know, for people who have those you know, <laughs> the w wider range High, of emotions. Highs and low. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's funny when I when you asked me the question, my my thought process was a little bit more like linear and logical, and just like, yeah. okay, well, I probably have done something, and it's I guess my process of getting there is a little bit different than yours. Right. Well, let me read the the actual words of yeah. Jesus in Matthew chapter seven because uh, he says, I, I think with a lot of wisdom here, uh, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye. And so just right off the bat, he, he he's illustrating uh, in an ex extreme illustration yeah. um, that often when we're pointing the finger, we're observing a little thing in the person we're accusing. Right. When in fact, there's a big thing going on in our lives yeah. that we're failing to address. And so the hypocrisy is rich. Mm. Okay, so that's just the first sentence. He goes on and he says, or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your, uh, your own eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. So not only is it the right order, mm -hmm. but... Um, <laughs> 
because if you've done something, you first need to confess that and deal with that before you go on to help others. That's just the proper biblical order. But secondly, Jesus says it's only at that point that you're actually going to be able to see clearly. And, you know, whether it's emotions that are clouding your judgment mm-hmm. or just, yes. you know, your pulse is high, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're flushed. Right. Like, you're just not seeing it clearly. You think there's a log mm-hmm. in your spouse's eye, but you're the one who's got the problem. And if you would just stop and examine that and deal with that first, you would then see clearly to, you know, know how to handle the situation with your spouse. And I would say that often when I stop and I do this process, as Jesus has said, correctly, my emotional, my emotions calm down and my anger or frustration towards you subsides in a lot of ways. And what seemed to have been a glaring problem, you know, a giant thing that I notice in your life, after I've examined myself and admitted my own fault, it, your problem seems way smaller. Sometimes I don't even need to address it. I don't even need to bring it up. It's like the perspective that's given myself when I really look at my own sin and deal with my own sin correctly before the Lord and often before you come to you, then I, I am not as upset and I am maybe not even needing to bring up a single thing you've done. Now, sometimes I have to deal with my own sin and then there still is something for me to bring up in you. But it's amazing how much of a, it just aligns your mind correctly. When you look at your own sin, you deal with your own problems and then you think, uh, you know what? He didn't even, he, that wasn't even wrong of him or that wasn't even, I, I was just reacting or I was just upset or, yeah. you know, it was actually my sin that that really was the problem. Yeah. So this is the right and godly and uh, logical first step. Yes. And like I said, I think just recalling this and knowing this information is half the battle. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, you need to, you know, deal with uh, your own pride, your own problems, which right. in and of itself can be hard because we're, we're, we're prideful people. <laughs> yeah. So um, just realizing, it, you, you know, you're not all the way there. Uh, there, there are some further challenges to actually appropriately uh, deal with your problems. So what makes this hard <laughs> <laughs> after you've realized it? Because, I mean, we, we just love ourselves. First of all, I love myself, and I think I know a lot, and I think I'm always right. I, for me, at least, naturally, I wouldn't say this for everyone. I just, I think I'm right, and I... I want to take care of my own self. I'm looking out for, you know, I, there's just a natural bent towards me thinking I've got it all together and thinking that if someone gets in the way, that they're really the problem rather than me. So I think, it, I mean, for me, it's pride, I, I think, often that mm-hmm. keeps me from looking at my own problems and sin and instead just pointing the finger. Yeah. I think another problem is, you know, even if when we do realize it and maybe own it mm-hmm. and confess it to God, I think it's maybe easier to confess our sin to God even than it is to then go and confess our sin to our spouse, Yes, which I think is also an important process. Uh, if I've gotten angry at you, uh, I need to confess that to God and ask God to forgive me. Yeah. Um, but then I think I need to go and approach you and ask you for forgiveness and and that involves a clear, articulate, uh, non-blame shift filled confession. Yes. You know, Bethany, I'm sorry I did this. And not only uh, am I sorry that I did it, I really do feel bad, but it was wrong. Will you please forgive me? Right. That 
short, you know, just uh, series of statements right there is a confession mm-hmm. <laughs> and an appeal mm-hmm. for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think those are two things uh, husbands and wives generally stink at. Yeah. I don't think, too, sometimes what makes it hard might be we haven't had great examples either in our culture. I don't see the this humility yeah. in our culture being raised up as some virtue that we all need to, you know, attain to. And I don't know that we've always seen it modeled in our homes, the homes we grew up in, or maybe, you know, how we were taught to forgive. So I just think there's some factors that make it difficult, but it's so important to come to that place of humility and look your spouse in the eye and have this reconciliation, mm-hmm. kind of this, let me let me own my offense, let me ask for forgiveness, and let us come back together into a united relationship as we should be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've done marriage counseling with couples, and, you know, they'll be sitting there, and it's like, well, you, you probably need to ask your spouse for forgiveness about that. Oof. So, you know, um, <laughs> you know, have you confessed that to your spouse and asked for forgiveness? And then they look at each other, and they look back <laughs> at me, and it's like, well, they've never confessed their sin yeah. in our the, the duration of our relationship. Wow. So, no. <laughs> Not this time and not the time before it and not the time before that. And and uh, and that's a reality that, you know, hopefully this podcast can help correct yeah. uh, whether you've never confessed your sin to your spouse or if it's just rare because your pride prevents you or maybe it's laziness that prevents you or some other um, sinful motivation that holds you back mm-hmm. from confessing. Uh, you need to own it and state it, and then appeal for forgiveness. And I don't, just a little brief aside here, I don't think this is every single time you sin, but this is when your sin is um, obviously affects your spouse. Mm -hmm. So if I blew Mm -hmm. up at you in anger, there's an outburst of anger, and you were hurt by that, and it was inappropriate, like, okay, well, I need to um, ask you for forgiveness. Right. If I blew up in anger at someone at work and, you know, like, I don't necessarily need to confess that to you and right, right. Like that wasn't with you or against you. And yeah. so it's not every single thing that happens, but it's especially those instances where you're affected by it. And you know what? I mean, the relationship between husband and wife at that point, when someone does, when you come and you confess to me, the... I have so much love for you in that moment. I have such a tenderness and respect. I have such a desire to be unified. I mean, and it often, any anger or frustration like melts away when I see a humble confession. It is such a unifying thing. And it's such a, it makes me respect you so much more that you will own up your sin. So each time this has happened in our marriage, I just feel like, it grows us together more. This this act of yeah. coming and asking for forgiveness, this act of granting forgiveness and and restoring relationship and moving forward, not you know not adding it to a list that we can bring up again. It's like we've dealt with it and we moved on. I mean, that's such a unifying, such an endearing, such a a wonderful thing. At least yeah. for me, you know. You're right. And when we've had these conversations, they've gone really well, and it mm-hmm. has 
quickly propelled our relationship forward and the restoration happens quickly and, and all that. Now, that's not necessarily true with every couple. No. Um, right. And not every time. <laughs> ideally, ideally, you confess and it does soften your spouse and right. you do have this good conversation and forgiveness is granted. But um, when, just to take your example, if I yeah. form a confession to you and I ask you for forgiveness and it just fuels your bitterness and yeah. you refuse to forgive me, well, then that's now a that's an additional problem. And we're actually going to talk about that next week Ooh, on the perfect. podcast. We're going to talk about perfect. granting forgiveness. Yeah. How to do that, why to do that, et cetera. Um, so I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but for this week and this conversation, I think we should just establish that regardless of how your spouse responds, right. you have a responsibility to confess and seek forgiveness if you've sinned against them. And uh, that is step one in the conflict resolution process. Perfect. Love it. So don't skip that step. No, don't do it. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. See you.